You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. Andrew Musgrove here and it's time for a match review. Newcastle, unfortunately, have been beaten 2-0 by Arsenal down at the Emirates. And it now means 13 games played this season and 13 games without a win. And the stats and history don't read very well for Newcastle at all. Out of the five sides that failed to win any of their first 13 games in a Premier League season, four have suffered relegation. Only Derby County in the season 2000 and 2001 managed to survive the drop. They finished 17th, but there's plenty of questions over whether Newcastle can achieve a similar fate. It's not looking good. Now, Eddie Howe was back on the touchline for Newcastle United. His first game doing so, of course, he missed the Brentford game after testing positive for COVID-19. But with him back in the dugout, I'm sure many people expected a bit of a bounce, a bit of an impact. And I think it would be fair to say we saw a little bit of something different. Newcastle was certainly more of a threat going forward than what we've seen in previous games against the big sides under the previous manager where they've kind of come to the Emirates or they've come to Stamford Bridge. They've set up to sit back and it's been a training session at times. Now that's not to say they were all gun-ho today and you know, they weren't at all the better, better side in my view. I don't ever think they looked like delivering that knockout punch on Arsenal. But they did offer a bit more going forward. John Joe Shelby forced a fantastic save from Ramsdale. I mean, it really might be actually the save of the season. A fantastic leap by the Arsenal goalkeeper to tip this curling effort over. But in truth, Arsenal were just the better side. And I think many people expected Arsenal to win. I know I went for a draw in the match preview but that was maybe a prediction from my heart I think the head was always expecting an Arsenal win and had Newcastle beaten Brentford last weekend the defeat 2-0 might have not been as bad but the fact they only managed to draw it doesn't look too good and if the results go against them this weekend Newcastle could be eight points adrift by the time Norwich come knocking on Tuesday and by goodness me isn't it an important week for Newcastle United Norwich on Tuesday at St James Park that is a must win. I know we've said a lot of games have been must win for Newcastle United, but this really is a must win, as is the Burnley game on Saturday. You know, I've already seen a few people on Twitter say the Norwich game is one of the most important games in Newcastle United's history. I know I can see where they're coming from because a defeat to Norwich, a side directly above them, would leave Newcastle in a heap of trouble and they're already in really deep in the mire here. So... Yeah, Tuesday's going to be huge. But let's concentrate on this game. A few people saying they saw a few positives. Eddie Howe said that as well when he was interviewed by BT Sport. And like I say, going forward, yeah, you know, they looked a bit more of a threat. But I do think the negatives were the overarching uh, takeaway from this game because there were quite a few. And again, it comes back to that defence. And we'll dive straight in to analyse the goals from Arsenal. Saka opened the score in a Martinelli momentarily. I made it 2-0. And what was really frustrating about these goals is that in the first half, the warning signs were there. 
And basically what I'm talking about here, if you didn't see the game, was the space that Arsenal were being afforded, you know, between the midfield and defence, but also between the defence, the final line, and the goalkeeper. You know, players were either just standing off Arsenal or they would passing them on without actually passing them on and letting their teammates know. The the opposition was, was just being allowed to run through the defence time and time again. And many of you would have seen Aubameyang's miss. It must be, what, two, three yards out at most, and he side foots it and hits the post. And everyone's talking about that. But if you're and you're Cast United journalist and Cast United fan, and probably Eddie Howe, what I'd be looking at is the build-up to that goal. You know, it's Saka down the left. He pulls the ball back across, and Smith Rowe, is free in the box and he heads it at Dubravka. It's a great save, but what's so frustrating is that Smith Rowe, there's no one around him. He's unmarked in the box and directly behind him, the closest man to him is his own teammate, Odegaard. So if Smith Rowe, for whatever reason, misses that head out, decides he's going to duck out the way, Odegaard's there and he'd probably just do the same and, and this, end up getting in the back of the net. And it's so frustrating to see because it's basic stuff. You know, Who's who's marking these guys? The ball's coming in the box. Which Newcastle United players put pressure on them? It's a real, real worry because it is basic stuff that needs to be done if you're going to show up your defence. If you're going to get to January, you're going to pick up, up a few points. The defence is the major issue. Eddie Howe will be well aware of that. We've all pointed it out. I've said it enough time on this podcast. I'm sure you guys listening have pointed it out enough times to your mates and to your families just how bad this defence is. But I really felt today that what we already knew, it just became worse because the performance was really that bad defensively. I'm not having a knee-jerk reaction yet. I mean, I was watching the game, just shouting, follow your man. There just seemed to be a lot of communication, a lot of organisation. And time and time again, these good, awesome players were just being allowed to walk through. And it happened with Saka's goal. You know, for Smith Rowe, was allowed to skip past Kraft. It was then given to the fullback, there's a terror, isn't it? And he, Joe Willick's nowhere near him. Joe Willick is the man marking him. He's four or five yards off him. By the time he gets to him, the ball's in the defender's feet. He can turn and he sets Saka away and he puts it in the back of the net. Just too much time for Arsenal to have on the ball in your Castellanites box. 16 passes were made before Saka finally put the ball in the back of the net. That's not acceptable. I know, you know, some goals you applaud and say there's nothing you can do about that. But this goal, there was something Newcastle could do about it. Get tighter to your man. There were enough warning signs in that first half where someone just needed to say, look, we're giving them too much space. They're pulling us apart. Time and time again it happened. And eventually Arsenal punished Newcastle United as inevitably a good side. Well, moments later, Martinelli comes off the bench. He's barely been on the pitch. And the ball comes over the top to him and he lifts it over Dubravka. Now, it's a lovely finish, but again, you look at the build-up and he's allowed to run past Richie, who sticks his hands out, share the cells nowhere near him. They're trying to chase back. They haven't got the pace to get there. But if they're a few yards further further forward, you know, they, they may have managed to put a bit of pressure on him, you know, forced him to knock it wider, what have you. But he just had all the time in the world because he was just quicker, quicker in the mind, quicker in the feet. And it's really, really costing you cast United. And, you know, I tweeted out that good sides will take advantage. And someone tweeted back saying bad sides will take advantage. And we saw with Brentford, this certainly did. And, you know, that person is right, actually. Any side will take advantage. You know, Pookie will take advantage for Norwich. Chris Wood will take advantage.
people take advantage for Burnley. And it's really, really worrying that the schoolboy stuff is just not being done. Because I think we've all pointed out that the defence isn't good enough. It's not a Premier League defence. No disrespect to those players. It's not a Premier League defence. You, you know, the first choice seems to be Richie and Murphy. I know Murphy didn't start today. But they're wingers. They're not defenders. So inevitably, you know, you've already had a disadvantage there. You know, the back three, that seems to be... It doesn't matter who's been picked. A lot of people are calling for Fernandes. But he's a year older as well. So you know, how much pace has he really got? And that's what Newcastle United are lacking at the back pace they need a pacey defender to come in and they've got to get to January and I just can't see them getting to January in in good fettle and it's really really worrying and I mean the other thing is as well we you know we can we, we can all point out that they haven't got the personnel at the back that's one thing but you can make your life a lot easier by just doing the basic defense and principles which they're not doing follow your man communicate if you're passing someone on let your teammate know Stuff like that, which will help you, you know, you're just making the opposition's life much easier by not doing that. And it's just banging your head against a brick wall kind of stuff. You know, Eddie Howe said there were positives and it could have um, been a different day in his interview with BT Sport. But I'm I'm sure you'd be looking at the defensive side of things and just pulling his hair out because it really was simple stuff. And yes, it could have been different on, on another day if you do the basics right. And I'm sorry to bang on it about it because I've been banging on it about the last few weeks. I'm sure you guys are sick of talking about it amongst yourselves as well. But goodness me, it is really, really, really worrying that just the basic stuff isn't being done. Um, positives. Well, Debrafka came back in and proved his worth. Some really good saves. A couple of good saves in the first half. One from an Odegaard free kick and then that Smith Rowe header and he stopped the Bamiyang in the second half. Again, if you look back at the Aubameyang chance, he manages to ghost Kraft and Lascelles, runs between both of them into the box, and if it wasn't for Dubrafa getting down quick, he probably would have added another goal. Again, just reaffirming the issues they've got at the back. Um, I mean, I thought Almiron, he'd come off the bench, and I thought he was actually one of the only ones to really put a bit of purpose and drive in the side. Didn't get long to do it, but he, he did make a difference, I felt, and I'm hoping that puts him in the mind to start against Norwich on Tuesday because for me Joe Willick look he's a good player and I was really happy Newcastle signed him in the summer but it hasn't worked for him and today again and I know it's emotional going back to Arsenal where he's been since he was a young kid but he was just so far off the pace and I thought the only thing he did a positive note came in the 93rd minute when he he carried the ball maybe 20-30 yards and that's exactly the kind of Joe Willick that we saw last year, which you know meant Newcastle went and spent all that money on him. And we need to see more of that, but we're not. And we're not at a point in the season, Newcastle in such a bad situation where you can't just say, oh, well, let's let's give him another game. Let's give him another game and it will click. I don't think Newcastle can afford to do that. They've got to put someone in who can be effective from the off. For me, I would like to see Miggy start on Tuesday, give Newcastle a bit of legs that, you know, in that midfield and who can carry the ball up and down. Yes, you know, look, he holds on the ball a bit too much. He's, you know, maybe doesn't make the, the right decisions every single time, but then neither does answer Maximum. You know, was a key uh, point today. That's at Maximum at times, held on the ball too long. He was marked out of the game. Didn't really get the chance to do what we know he can do because Arsenal found out a good way to deal with them. But, you know, he doesn't always make the right decisions and I think sometimes he's just got to take the bad with the good. And I would like to say, but like to see Miggy start on Tuesday. I thought Murphy came off the bench. 
you know, going forward, he looked decent. He was putting crosses in the box. And actually, in the last five, six minutes, Newcastle were pepper in the box. Didn't come to anything, of course, but they were trying. And it'll be interesting to see if another switch happens up uh, for Norwich against Norwich. Does Murphy come back in? They go a bit more attacking. You know, I, th- I think there were enough performances today, bad and good, which means anyhow is going to have a lot of decisions to make come Tuesday. And I think we will see a few changes. Shelby, I thought, was good as well, at least going forward. Some of the passes he was putting over the top into Wilson, you can see, I think, the the connection them two have got. And when that does click, and I think it will, and we're seeing elements of it doing so. Yes, the goals didn't come today, but you know, questions over whether Wilson should have had a penalty that came from a Shelby pass ball over the top, and again, uh, Terreres shoulder barges into the floor. Anyhow, I think thinks it was a penalty. Lost in your cast United fans thought it was. Wilson certainly thought it was. The referee didn't. VAR didn't. Arsenal go up to their end and, and score, unfortunately. But there were a few chances today that Wilson got, which came from a ball over the top from Shelby. So I thought Shelby did well, but defensively not following the man in. You know, so it wasn't it wasn't the perfect performance by Shelby. But against a, a good Arsenal side. I'm not really sure what we were all expecting. Eddie Howe said he wanted the side to impose a bit more on the opposition. And like I said, right at the start, I think we did see more of that. But by no means were Newcastle ever really in this game, I don't think. And all focus really now has to turn to Tuesday and making sure that they get all three points. Because if they are eight points adrift come Tuesday and they lose to Norwich, well, I don't even know what... (laughs) It'll not be a very happy preview for the Burnley match, will it? Um, you know, Tuesday is a much must win, and then the Saturday game is a must win as well. I'm trying to pick out the positives because I don't want to leave you on a negative note, but unfortunately, there were much more negatives for me today against Arsenal than there were positives. And the task ahead for Eddie Howe and his coaching staff to get Newcastle to safety to secure the Premier League status so then they can rebuild in the summer is just been reaffirmed today really, really badly. The defence, shocking. And, you know, even before you kick off, I think you've had a disadvantage at the way the defence are at the moment. I'm not really sure how we can fix that other than just tighten them up at the back. I, and look, I think it, it does. It is, um, you know, uh, collateral really, isn't it, of the way Ashley ran the team, of maybe Steve Bruce, how he set up that, you know, the bar was set so low, the lack of investment, etc., etc. Everything is now coming home to roost. And this is the impact. And I'm sure Eddie Howe would have been aware of it. We're all aware of it. It's just whether he can find a solution or stop gap to, to January and find the solution, hopefully, in the transfer window. But goodness me, the task ahead is absolutely huge. Sorry to leave you with such a negative podcast, but, you know, we've got to face the reality here. Newcastle in a relegation battle. It's looking dark and gloomy at the moment. Hopefully Tuesday will be a fantastic atmosphere. War flags out anyhow on the touchline for his first game in person at St. James Park. And Newcastle can get all three points and, and you know cut that gap to safety. But yeah, head over to chroniclelive.co.uk where you can keep up date with all the latest Newcastle United news including all the reaction from the Arsenal game, quotes from anyhow, quotes on the players and everything else to follow. And please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast.